This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Alright, Rabotai, it's a great parashat Shavua this week. Um, we have to understand what is it talking about. First of all, before we start, uh, this month we know, is the mic good over here? Is the mic good? Is it catching on that? On that? On that? I have to know. We have to start off Teshuvah. Teshuvah, you know how you have, you ever have in school, like it's called, how, how do you say, let's say name is Joey. Right? So let's say, uh, uh, start with, uh, well, let's say uh, your name is Sarah. So it says, S is for uh, super. A is for awesome. R is for, you know, how, what is that called in English? Acronym? Don't be scared. Is it called acronym? Didn't you go to the school? No, you didn't. All right. Anyway, so, so it says like this. It says like this, right? Let's say it's an acronym. Right? Let's do like that. So what's the acronym for Teshuvah? Saror, yeah. What's the acronym for Teshuvah? How do you spell Teshuvah, Isaac? Tav. Let's go slow. Tav stands for? Tamim Tiyeh Imashem Elokecha. What does that mean? We're going to discuss that tonight. But the first tshuva, you have to know, one of the things is tamim tiyem Hashem lokecha. Be tamim with Hashem. Tonight we're going to explain exactly, going to come at it tonight, knowing exactly what that means. But I want to continue. What's the shin? After the top, what do you have? Shin. What does that spell? Shiviti Adonai lenegdi tamid. Part of teshuva is, of course, by the way, the basics we know is the basics three is that you feel you feel bad for what you did, you regret what you did, you admit what you did, and you accept upon yourself that you'll never do it again. That's the basics. But which means have God in front of you all the time. I want to tell you a story. And I'll never forget this story because I I, I I I heard it from the from the, um, uh, I heard it when I was uh, 19 from a guy in my yeshiva. He told me this wild story, right? He tells me there was a fellow that he wanted to get the Yerat Shamaim, to get the Yerat Shamaim of the Rambam. Imagine I tell you right now, tomorrow you're going to wake up, I'm going to stack my, I'm, I'm going to hypnotize you, I'm going to hypnotize you, yeah? And you're going to wake up tomorrow morning, you're going to have the Yirat Shamayim, you're going to have the fear of God, like how the Rambam had it. Imagine the Rambam, Rambam. You're going to have that, his fear of God. So he wanted it. So this person, he kept on praying to Hashem, all day Hashem, please I want to feel the Yirat Shamayim that the Rambam had, I want to feel. And he had a dream, he fasted a few times, he had a dream that he's gonna, he's gonna, it's going to happen. Says they told him tomorrow in a dream, tomorrow, this is many years ago. Says tomorrow you're gonna feel the Yirachamaim of the Rambam. And he wakes up, he feels it, he says he couldn't last one day. After one day, he said, I, I need it away, I can't. He says, Why? He says, Because you feel God right in front of you. You feel Hashem. If you knew that Hashem is watching you 24-7, you're scared. You, you, you're 24-7. Hashem is watching me? You wouldn't sit in a, in, a, in a slouchy way. You wouldn't do it. Why? 
Because Hashem is right there with you. Hashem is right in front of you. You wouldn't be able to like yawn or go like, Oh, Hashem is there. You know, ah, you know, uh, do your back, you know, the back move, crack your neck. Like, uh, you won't do that. Hashem is right there. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll never forget when Trump came to deal. Right? I'll never forget when Trump came to deal. I think it was last year. I think he's coming, by the way, next week. Right? He's coming next week, right? He loves deal. Anyway, so he goes, so I'll never forget that day. I know of a person that doesn't like taking haircuts, that doesn't like, I don't know, he doesn't like. I was like, you gotta look fresh, you gotta look clean. <coughs> Happens to be that he went and he took a haircut and he looked the most freshest and he did that. I say, you're the guy who I tell you, Shabbat. Take a haircut, what are you doing? After a month like this, you look like, I don't know who you look like. And this is what this is how you come to Shabbat with a hair like an afro, like a haircut. But when you're going to see Trump, you know how to trim nice. You go to the bar, listen, I'm seeing Trump, hook it up, make it nice, tak, tak, tak. But when you're seeing God every day, if you knew it, you'd always look fresh and clean. If you really believed 100% that God is looking at you, you wouldn't do anything stupid. You know, sometimes you do stupid things. You know, the guy cuts you off. Hey, he's gonna, hey, you clear out. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah, this is your hunt on me. No problem. The light, you know, you, you make him wait on the light. You know, it's turning yellow. And you wait, 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 wait. Then you go on the yellow and make sure he hits the red so you can't go. You know that move? I know you do that move. Anyway, so, uh, uh, right? So, so that's what it is, right? That's Shivit the other night is me. What's the next? What's the next one, Isaac? Uh, no. Vav. What does Vav stand for? Ve'ahavta l'recha kamocha. You love your friend. Every Jew, call Aravim, call Yisrael Aravim Zilazeh. All Jewish people are really connected in a way. It's like a boat. You have a boat, you have a ship, right? And now, you have a guy on a cruise ship, and he says, listen, this, this is my cabin. This is my cabin, so I can do what I want. And what does he do? He starts digging a hole, drilling a hole in, in, in his cabin. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm drilling a hole. You don't understand? You're going to make a hole in the boat. That means the boat is going to sink. So what do you say? Listen, I rented my cabin. You know how much I paid for this cruise? When you pay my money, then you come talk to me. But this is my cruise. This is my room. You fool. Same thing. Client sails like one big boat. We're all in it. If Hasid Shalom, a guy does Avera, he's making a hole in the ship. Making a hole in the ship. Heaven forbid the world is uh, shaking. But what? But if you do a mitzvah, call yourself and you're uplifting the whole world with Ami sale as well. That's why you always got to look at 50-50, 50-50, 50-50, right? You always got to look 50-50. If you do one avra, the whole world will collapse. If you do one mitzvah, the whole world will be uplifted. That is what? Love your friend like you love yourself. And by the way, on a side note, this is the best way to bring people back with tshuva. People want to know how do you bring people back? If you show them that you care about them, you really show them that you really care about them? Say, oh, you really care about me? Okay, I'll do it. I'll tell you a story, a quick story in Mikdash. I'll never forget. There was one guy over there that would wake up everybody for Kriyat Shema. There's Halakha, there's Shukhan Ruch that says that if, right, let's say it's Kriyat Shema is now what, 8.55 or something like that? Let's say it's 8.50, I don't know what time it is. But it's about 8.50, let's say. What time? You know? So... 9.10? No, the earliest one. Let's say 8.50. Let's say 8.50. Anyway, 8.20. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So the earliest time. So what would the guy do? He would go around 
and he would knock on everyone's door. That means you have five floors, maybe maybe a hundred guys, right? So let's say sometimes people, sometimes once in a while, a guy would miss. Once in a while, you know, you have a guy that overslept by accident. So what would this guy do? He would go run before, let's say, 8, 8, 8, 10 was the time. He would run before 8, 10, 8 o'clock. He would run the whole place in 10 minutes, first floor, second floor, third floor, checking every single room to see if there was anybody there. And if there was somebody there, he would say, Kriyachima, Kriyachima. And the guy would just say, literally, I was an eyewitness to that. So the guy would go like this, say the first pasuk, and go back to sleep. Because that first pasuk is vital. That first pasuk is vital. If, I'm going to give you a tip. If you're ever, ever late and you see a watch and you see the time of Kriyachima, you're missing it very, very soon, what would you do? Right away, say the first pasuk. You have to say the pasuk is vital. Anyway, this guy went away one, one, one week and he put somebody else in charge. He put somebody else in charge. And now when he put somebody else in charge, what happened was, he came back after one week, and he tells him, I don't know how you wake up everybody. Whoever's left over, I don't know how you do it. I said, what do you mean? What happened? He says, the few guys that I saw oversleeping, I knocked on the door and I did this, this, da, 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 da. I did it. But they're like, get out! How did you do it? So you know what the guy tells him? The guy says like this. The difference is, when I woke them up in the morning, he says, I woke them up with really, I really wanted them to fulfill the mitzvah. I really did, with all my heart. So they felt that. But what do you want to do? You sleeping? Get out of bed! And I say the difference? A person feels that. So you want to bring somebody with one of the easiest ways if you just show them that you really care, that you really care, not sketch care, you really care, come, come to Shi'ur, come one Shi'ur, come one Shi'ur. You know how many people came with Shuvah from one Shi'ur? Come one Shi'ur. They get attached to the rabbi, they get close to the rabbi, but they see that you're sincere with them, come, they'll come. And that scoot will be yours forever. Forever and ever, that scoot will be yours. And how'd you get it? Because you really cared for another Jew. That's that's part of Shuvah. Because you know what part of Shuvah is? You messed up. So now bring somebody else before he messes up. Understand? You messed up. Ah, what should I do? You know, the heaven forbid, the, the promoters, they promote, 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 you know? Oh, what I do? Guy came up to me, Rabbi, I don't know what I do. I promoted this, promoted that, promoted a, uh, a non-kosher event. Ah, what should I do? I did it already. I feel so bad. You feel so bad. You did tshuva. Now love your friend like you love yourself. Make sure he doesn't fall. Promote them to come to Shur Torah. How many people you promote over there? Hundred, hundred people come back to to, to Shiur. Understand? What's the next letter? What's the next letter? Bet is what? Bechol derachecha daehu. In every way, know Hashem. What does that mean? In every way, know Hashem. It means that in every way, let's say you're taking a drink. If you just have in mind, I'm drinking right now. Because what I, I I need I'm thirsty and I need a drink in order to to, to, to be uh, to you know to to rejuvenate myself in order to serve Hashem. You get a mitzvah every time you take a drink. You go to sleep at night. If you have a mind before you go to sleep tonight, everybody's going to sleep tonight. You have a mind right before you go to sleep. You have a mind, Hashem. I'm going to sleep to have energy to wake up tomorrow to serve you. Every single minute that you're sleeping, you're getting a mitzvah. 
You heard me? You wake up in the morning. You're having breakfast. Everybody's having breakfast. You have a mind. Just a mind. I'm eating the Shem Shemayim. You're getting a mitzvah. I always make a joke. The guy comes after Shemayim, after 120, tell him, what did you do in the morning? Oh, after prayed, I had a crazy, super fancy deluxe. I got waffles. I got eggs. I got hash browns. I got fresh squeezed orange juice. Tell him, wow! You did all that. Got an Eden, got an Eden. You're getting crazy reward. The guy waiting next is like, oh, wait till I tell them what I eat. <laughs> wait till I tell them. He says, oh, he tells him a whole super fancy deluxe. He tells him, oh, I ate all what he had, but I also put chocolate chips and my pancakes, and I made sure I had uh, extra extra muffin, and I heated up toes, and I made sure that I had, uh, he starts shakshuka, and he starts giving the whole nine yards. Like, add, whatever you can add, add, you know? I had a crepe, I had a, I had a shakshuka, I had... He starts adding all these things. Oh, I have avocado, I have guacamole, I have avocado toast. They tell him, great. So he says, wait, where, where's my gun added? No problem. What mitzvot did you do? What do you mean? He, he's getting just for eating. I'm not getting? Yeah, because he thought in mind before he ate the avocado toast that he's doing it to, 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 to satiate himself. Bechol derechecha da'ehu. Know God in everything you do. Whatever you do. You're going to sleep. You, you, have in mind. Just have in mind. Hashem, I'm going to sleep in order to have energy. Boom. In all your ways, know God. You're doing something? No, I'm, 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 I'm getting dressed in the morning. I'm doing mitzvah. I'm doing mitzvah. What am I doing? I, I can't do I can't walk out like that. I serve you. Every single time you put on your shirt, mitzvah. Mitzvah. There's even a way how to put on your shoes. There's even a way how to put on your... You know, you know what I'm talking about. First, you, There's even a way to take a shower. You know that? You know Allah has how to take a shower? First, you do shampoo on your head. Right arm, left arm, then your body. It's a halakha. You know what's going on? He says, come on, Rabbi. Because when you know, when you know everything's a mitzvah, when you know everything's a mitzvah, then what? Then? There's a mitzvah. I'm taking, you know what they, one, one time, you know what they saw? They saw Hillel. You know Hillel? They said, Rabbi, where are you going? So I'm going to do Hesed. <coughs> hesed? Who are you doing Hesed with? He says, I'm doing Hesed with myself. He says, well, what's your Hesed? I'm going to take a shower. This is what the Gemara says about Hillel. Hillel Azaken. What are you doing? When you take a shower, you're doing a mitzvah. You got to take care of your body. I'm doing chesed with my body. You're doing chesed with yourself. That's considered chesed. So every second that you're living in this world, you could be a mitzvah machine. 24-7. Boom, 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 boom. But all you have to do is what? Click in your mind. Boom. Boom, Hashem, I'm doing this for you. 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 Boom, boom, boom. You do it, you become a mitzvah machine. You go after 120, you're going to sit there, Hashem is going to reward you, throw billions at you. Boom, boom. What, what, what is this? I took a shower. Wow! <laughs> Whoa! I get that much? Yeah? Oh, you did this? You know, it's, it's an amazing thing. It's, it's a real thing, by the way. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. All you got to do is what? Put it in your mind. Do mitzvah. Serving it, really contemplate. And guess what? In the beginning, it might not be real. What do you mean? I'm not thinking, I'm taking a shower because I'm sweating. I'm not taking a shower because But eventually, you're going to see it's going to hit. It's going to start hitting. Wow, no, I'm really taking a shower. I don't really need to take a shower. I'm taking a shower because I, I need to make sure that my body is clean to serve you to this, to that, to that. Every time you go to the bathroom, you're doing a mitzvah. Every time. I have a friend, right before he goes to the bathroom, he thinks it is. What are you thinking? Mitzvah that said from the Torah, This is what he has in mind. Every single time he goes, you know, you know what's going on over here? It's a wild thing. You, you have to take care of your body. You have to be healthy. Exercise. A person is uh, exercising, you know? Mitzvah! 
מצווה בחוד לחדהו. What's the last thing? Hey. Hey. הצנה לכת עם השם אלוקיך. הצנה לכת עם השם אלוקיך. Which means? הצנה לכת means like be, be uh, in, in modesty a lot of times do things the whole world doesn't have to know that you're doing it. Sometimes you want to you give yourself chizuk and tell you well you know I did but a lot of times you know do things the whole world doesn't have to know Hashem with Hashem walk with Hashem do mitzvot you know it's you and Hashem that's doing it He knows and you know and you have the bond with, with Borei Olam Rabotai today we're going to go back I hope you remember that what we said again tshuva the first one again tell me tamim tiyem Hashem Elokecha שיביתי אדוני לנגדי תמיד, ואהבת לה כמוך, בכל דרך אחד האהו, אצא לך דם השם אלוקיך. It's easy. Review it. Here's the shiur again. But today, I'd like to discuss the mitzvah that's written in this week's parasha. Which parasha is it? Shoftim. Which one? תאמים תהיה עם השם אלוקיך. Now, what does that mean? You ready? You know what that means? I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. You good? Good. I'm going to first tell you what Rashi and the what does Rashi say? I'm going to quote to you Rashi. Rashi says, "You're listening, Rabota. You're listening. What does Rashi say? Tamim tiyeh b'shulikecha, hitalech imo b'tmimut. Walk with God b'tmimut. V'tetzapelo velot achkor achala atidot. Don't think. Oh, don't try to see the future." I'll give you a ex- perfect example to this. Listen. First of all, it says, Who's a small person that sees the future in advance not to mess up or to do good things? But this is, Rashi explains over here, you'll see it in the Humash. It means, I'll give you a perfect example. One time, when I was 18 years old, a guy came and he tells me, I want to tell you a secret. I said, what? You might have heard this, by the way. I said, what? He said, do you want to know who your future wife is? Imagine right now, you're 17 years old, 18 years old, and somebody comes over to you and says, you want to know who you're going to marry? How cool would that be? We have a lot of singles here, yeah? Imagine I tell you right now, you want, you want to see, I have a, this is the girl you're marrying. Imagine. Oh, that's her? Imagine I tell you that. Imagine, I know who you marry. You could come to me, I can tell So what did the guy do? He tells me, he tells me, I don't know if you heard this, he tells me some wacky thing. That if you look in the mirror, shut all the lights, anybody hear this? You see at this, at this exact time, and you do, he says, you do, you do this, that, 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 and you look in the mirror at that time exactly, you're going to see an image of your wife. This is what I, this is what I was told. Alright? But you heard that one? He says, but you lose seven years of your life, he tells me. I was like, what are you crazy? I was like, Majnun. Imagine you have a future teller that tells you the future. What's going to happen to you? You ever hear those palm readers, you know? Oh, I could see from your palm that this, this is going to happen to you. Right? He's telling you, Rashi is saying, You don't need that. You're Jewish. 
You don't need to see the few. Where am I going to live, Rabbi? I want to know where is my house? Where do I live? Oh, I'll show you through future. I can read you. I can read you for it. I can tell you exactly where you're going to live. No, 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 no. We're Jewish people. I walk the ways of God. Now, why is it so bad to know the future? Why is it so bad? It's so bad. What's going on over here? Uh, I tell you who you're going to marry. Right? I tell you who you're going to marry. Imagine I tell you that in five years from now, this is going to happen to you. Imagine, I imagine in 10 years from now, I'm calling you from now in 10 years, this is what's going to happen with every year. This year is going to happen, that year, the third, the fourth, the fifth. Imagine I tell you that. What's the problem? What is the problem by knowing that? So let me explain. There is a story of Rava. What happened with Rava? One guy, one wise guy, comes over to the rabbi and says, the Jewish people are wild. They're so all over the place. They're, 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 they just don't even think. So the rabbi says, what are you talking about? He says, what are you talking about? He tells the rabbi, rabbi, let me ask you something. This is what he tells the rabbi. Let me ask you something. If I come over to you and I tell you, I'm about to tell you a task, will you do it? What do you say? What's your reaction? What is it? What is it? And then I tell you what it is. But you guys didn't do that. Hashem came to you and says, Do you want the Torah? Do you want the Torah? You don't know what's in it. You say yes before knowing what it said. How do you know you can fulfill it? Oh, you know what the rabbi answered back? Rabbi tells back, You fool! You fool! Hashem is offering it. You know what that means? Hashem is my father. You know what that means? I know my father will never give me something that I can't handle. I know my father loves me so much that whatever he's going to tell me to do is going to be for my benefit. So when the Jewish people accepted Torah, they understood who is giving it. Hashem, you're my father in heaven. You know better than me how to live in this world, how to live the best life. You want me to do A, B, C, D, till Z, I'll do everything because I know that it's from you that's given it to me and I know it's my father in heaven and therefore we accept it without knowing what it is because we don't care what it is because Hashem that's giving it and when we know that it's Hashem giving it we automatically know it's automatically good you understand that? and that's exactly the lesson the lesson is you know why Rashi is explaining be straight with God you don't have to know the future of your life because when you know God Hashem, your father, is giving you your life. You know it's guaranteed to be good, no matter what it is. No matter what it is. Do you understand that? You automatically know it's good, no matter what it is. Even though, what, you know what's going to happen. Does make a difference. My father is my father. You don't have to know the future. The future is automatically good, because my father is running it. I'll give you a perfect example. Imagine right now, imagine right now, you have here. Everybody knows like the Mega Million. Imagine you got the Mega Million, you bought the Mega Million, and you check the the, the numbers. And you're there, you're right. And the first, you know how like the balls, you know, all the balls, you know, 14. And the next number is 7, 8, 18. And you're like, wait, I have 14, I have 18. Next one, 56. I have 56. Next one, and finally, 
the last, last bottle. And it's, if I get a 13, I want to get 13. 13, holy cow, you won the lottery. You, you, you get on the phone, you see like the ticket in the back, you know, if you win, you call this number, right? You call the number, you're like, oh, I gotta have this number. They tell you what's the exact number they have on the bottom. There's always like a code, you know, like those pin codes. Like there's a pin code. What's the pin code? Because then we really know if you have the ticket. Oh, the pin code is five six one four three six four five. Oh, you won. Come to Albany. Come to Albany and pick up your money. Now the guy has the the, the lotto, the winning lotto. He goes to check how far is Albany, and the guy doesn't have money, by the way. So he's seeing how is he gonna get to Albany. He says, oh, by plane, I have to make, uh, uh, what is it? I have to make $600. I need to make $600 to, to, to cash my ticket. He goes, he says, it'll take, take me, it'll take me a week to make the $600. Then he starts trying to book a ticket. Bottom line is, he sees through his whole cashborn, it'll take him two months to get to Albany to actually cash it in. I ask you, when he's holding that ticket, is he a millionaire at that moment? No. No. Does he, does he feel like he's a millionaire at that moment? Yeah. His feeling is a millionaire. But does he... Why? Because he knows that he's getting a million dollars. He knows he's getting a million dollars. He knows he's getting a hundred million dollars. But he, at that moment, does he have the hundred million? No. No. But does he feel like he has the hundred million dollars already? Yes, because he has the ticket. You got it? Because he has the ticket. It's the same thing. When you know that Hashem is your father, that means you have the ticket already. So no matter what happens in a month or two months... You know, I have the lotto ticket because God is on my side. He's with me because He loves me so much that more than I love myself, if He loves me more than I love myself, I already have the winning ticket. No matter what's going to happen, I know it's all good. Even though you didn't get the money yet. You don't know your future yet. But you know it's good because I know, I know the, the, my, it's my father that, that's, that, that, that's running it. You understand what I just said? Make sense? Perfect sense. Good? Is that clear? Can we go one step further a little bit? Anybody have any questions on that? Go, let's go one, one step further. So how, how do you explain bad things? I'm going to we'll get to that. I'm going to get to that right now. Right now, right now, right now. Right now, right now, right now. Albert, you stole it out of my mouth. Exactly what I was about to speak about next. And this is, this is, what Albert's saying is good. He's saying, what about sometimes you have uh, you know, Dean, you have a Dean. So let me explain. Tamim Tiyem Hashem What does it start with? Which letter? Tough. What number in the Aleph Bet, what number will it be? 400 is the Gematria. But if I would count from Aleph Bet Gimel, Aleph is 1, Bet is 2. Let's say I do that. Yud is 10. How much should it be? 22. It's the 22nd letter in the Aleph Bet. There's a rabbi that says over here, who was the 22nd person in the world of generations? 22nd generation, who was it? You know what he said? Let's do the math. Let's do the math. Adam to Noah is how many generations? 10 generations. Noah. To Abraham is how much? Ten how many? How many generations is that? So now, who is the twenty-second generation? Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu is the second generation, and what is he called? Yaakov Ish Tam. So we have a correlation to Tamim Tiyam with 
Yaakov Avinu. Now we have to understand what is that correlation. And this I'm going to tell you. Before Yaakov Avinu passed out of this world, he was metaken, before he died, he was metaken for us to say, he said, the Midrash says, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Ehad. Now what, there's a big significance that Yaakov did that. Let me explain. Every time you have the name, you, there's a difference between Hashem and Elokeinu. Hashem is, how do you spell Hashem? Yudke, Vavke. And that is, Rachamim. It's the name of what? Mercy. Yudke, Vavke, you should know, is the name of mercy. However, sometimes there is what? Deen. There's strict judgment. What is that? That's the name of what? Elokeinu. Elokim, Elokeinu. So you know that every Shema, you know how you say Shema Yisrael? Listen to this. Shema Yisrael, Amonai is what? Rachamim. Elokeinu is? Din. Hashem is? Rachamim. Echad. That's what we say. Shema Yisrael, no, all B'nai Yisrael. Hashem, Rachamim. Hashem is also Elokeinu Din. But Hashem is Echad. The whole thing is Rachamim. You heard, you heard how I explained it? Exactly. You heard, what I, you heard the way I explained explain it again. It's beautiful. It's proud. Hashem Yudke Vavke is Rachamim. Elokeinu is Din. But then what do we say? Hashem Ehad. We say Yudke Vavke. It's all Rachamim. It's Echad. Hashem is only Rachamim. I'll give you the perfect example to my littlest daughter. She is three and a half years old. Listen to this. I bought Mike and Ike's for the car. You know, I have the kids in the back. You know, sometimes they get rowdy. So what do you do? You chuck some Mike and Ike sitting in the back. Yeah, you take the cherry. You take the, you know. So, so I'm, I'm, going, I'm, I'm, going on a, I'm going on a trip. I'm driving uh, to, to, to Jersey from, from Brooklyn. I'm going to Jersey. I say, look, I'm not going to go with all the kids in the car just with nothing. So just in case they start crying and they start acting out, I pull out. Okay, who's good? Gets Mike and Ike. Oh, daddy, I'm good. Daddy, I'm good. Okay. Which color you want? You can pick the color if you're good for the next 10 minutes. At least I get them for 10 minutes, you know. 10 minutes, if I do more than 10 minutes, they'll say, forget the mic and I. So 10 minutes, they go 10 minutes. 10 minutes, what? 10 minutes. Okay, 10 minutes later. So one kid, okay, I'll take this. What happens? At the end of the car ride, listen to this. I'm finished the car ride, I get to Jersey. I pull out, and you know, the stash of Mike and Ike's is with me. You know, it's, it's like by my, you know, the cup holder right now where you're driving. So I put it by the cup holder, I'm giving out the thing. Everybody leaves the car, and everybody's like, I'm, I'm, I'm busy, I'm unpacking, and things like that. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing what's going on, I'm seeing all the kids inside the house. And all of a sudden, as I'm unpacking, I'm, see, I'm hearing in the car, there's somebody in the car, like, what's going on? I see my three and a half year old daughter. What does she do? She's in my seat where I'm driving. She has the whole, it's a big bag of Mike and Ike. You know, like those. She's just gobbling it. And now I see in her mouth a big glob. Like, like really, like, I'm not joking, like, like this. Like two cheekfuls, full, her full. I was like, I'm like, oh no, this is not good. You're going to get a big stomach ache right now. And I start trying to pull the mic and Ike and she's she's holding her mouth so tight you don't understand it was like I couldn't open her mouth it was so hard 
So I had to tickle her, and I was like, ah, you know. And then I was able to pull out the mic, the whole glove. I pull. I wish I, I wish I brought it to show you. It was so big. It was so. It was so big. I was like, if you would have ate this, you know how sick you would have been. You know how sick you would have been. I'm thinking to my mind, and she's crying. Daddy mean. Daddy mean. Daddy so mean. Daddy so mean. And she's crying like that. I'm hearing. Daddy's so mean. I'm so mean. Daddy's so mean. Daddy's mean. Daddy mean. Daddy mean. She's screaming, 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 screaming. Because I took all the mic and I. Now I tell you, is daddy mean or not? That's all rachamim. That's all mercy. Because I know she would have ate that. What happens? She would have got so sick, she would throwing up all night. I know it. Sometimes Hashem gives us wax. I said, whoa, why is this happening? 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 Hashem is so mercy. You think He wants to hit you? You think He wants to punish you? Sometimes He gives you such a trach. Ah! And all of a sudden the guy gets so religious. And the guy stops completely. Stops completely all the shtuyot. And all of a sudden you see the guy coming to show. I had it here. One guy coming to show. First so I make jokes now, and I see a guy doesn't come for a few months, and all of a sudden he comes one. I say, so what do you need from Hashem today? You know, I make jokes, but it's a joke, by the way, it's a joke, you know. So one guy came, it's a true story. He wasn't coming to shul at all. He wasn't coming to shul at all. He wasn't praying at all. Guess what? Guess what? <coughs> he wasn't having, there's two stories. He wasn't having children. He didn't know what to do. So he comes, Rabbi, Rabbi, I'm here. He doesn't tell me why he's there. I find out somebody, I ask somebody, what's going on? So I don't know, he's, he doesn't come to shul. All of a sudden he's got, by the way, don't feel guilty, you just go to shul. You know? oh, the, oh, the next time I go to shul, I'm not, no, no, nobody's going to think differently, you come. But at the end of the day, I said, what's going on? He said, he's married for this amount of years. I don't know, it's like three years. He couldn't have children. I could promise you. Three months. He came, he didn't miss a day. The third month, he tells me, Rabbi, he felt open with me. He said, I'm going to see one of the doctors for the, for the, to, have, to, be, you know, to, to have children. So um, he tells me like this. He went. It's a true story. She got pregnant naturally. When he got there, the doctor said, what are you coming? She's already pregnant. Yeah. And what happened? Hashem had to smack him up a little bit. And then he wakes up a little bit. And then what does he do? Same thing with Parnasa. I had a guy. He wasn't making any money. He came to me, he came to me crying. Now Hashem is doing well. No Parnasa. He came every single day. Started making money. Now he doesn't come. But, 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 but he started making money. But, but that's the truth. But what? Hashem sometimes... He gives you a slap. You think He wants to slap you? He doesn't want to slap you. But if He does, you wake up! And so many people become Baal Tshuva because of that. You know how many people Baal Tshuva because of this? You know how many people I know? Then all of a sudden they wake up? They're enough with the shtuyot, enough with the, with the garbage, enough with the, with, 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 the shtu, with the nonsense, and all of a sudden they come back with shuvah. How? Because Hashem whacked the living daylights out of the guy. He got whacked so hard. Well, he says, okay, that's it, finished. I can't, I can't, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come back. I gotta come back. This is craziness. 
And all of a sudden you see the guy come out. Well, how, why'd, you get, why, why'd you get so religious? Because Hashem gave me a big punishment. And therefore after He gave me a big punishment, I had nowhere to turn to. No doctors could help. No parents can help. The only person I could talk to is my Father in Heaven. And guess what? This guy got religious. This guy got religious. You think that that's deen? That's all Rachamim. It's like me and my child pulling out the mic and I and she's screaming, Daddy's mean because you're pulling out my candy out of my mouth. I have to do it. You know, sometimes people, heaven forbid, it should happen to nobody here, nobody here, anywhere. But sometimes, heaven forbid, you see a guy and you see stories like that. The guy was living life, making money, throwing money like, 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 like forget about it, like peanuts. Tuck, 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 tuck. And then all of a sudden, what happens? One day, one day, the guy's broke. Now, he can't hang out. He can't chill like he used to throw money and go crazy. It's a true story that I know, a guy like that. He was throwing money like crazy. He lost his money. Guess what? This guy today, He's super religious. And he says it was the biggest blessing. Because if I still had my money, I would still... He says he would still be partying like a nutcase. Not just like a, a like partying. Partying like a nutcase, he tells me. <laughs> you know what's going on? Say, what are you, Majnud? says, yeah. Because Hashem took away the money. So now what happens? What happens? Now he says, what am I going to do now? What is he going to do? What is he going to do? Right away, what? He gets religious. He can't party. He doesn't have the money to party. You know what's going on? So I ask you, is that Deen? Or is that Hamim? That's not Hamim. So Hashem is okay. It looks like Deen, but it's Hashem Ehad. It's really what? Hamim. It's Ehad. It's all God. The good and the bad. But I must emphasize this, because this is very important. Sometimes in life, it could be, that you say to your guy, this is impossible. By the way, should I tell you a quick halacha? If a person's born, like very, the, the, the shape of the body is very awkward. There's a barakha, that he changed the creation. However, the halacha says, if he was born naturally, and later on in life, he, he got messed up, the Belacha is Baruch Dayal Haimet. That we know Hashem is a true judge. Sometimes in your life, not in your life, but in a person's life, sometimes you might see things that wait, this thing doesn't make sense at all. I don't know where this came out from. And in those situations, you have to do the best as you can. But in your heart, you must know. And you must have the Munash that my father is holding my hand. And the student of the Baal Shem Tov quotes, and I can quote it tonight. He says, if you have that in mind, no bed will ever come to you. You want me to read it to you inside? You hear what's going on over here? He writes it. He says over here, he says, that by the way, if you have that in mind before in advance, no bed will ever come to you. You hear what's going on over here? You hear that or no? You hear what we said? Here. Shamati memori. I heard from my rabbi, the Baal Shem Tov, he quotes. Shim yada adam emunah shlema. He has emunah shlema. He writes over here. Calls man shadam dabuk beemunah shlema beboro. Anytime you have emunah shlema, Hashem, lo yera lo shumra ela ahava behaba. No bed will ever be fall upon you. 
If you have full emunah on Hashem, then nothing's going to happen. You know, understanding. The bottom line is that what he's telling you, you have to understand one thing. This is very important. That no matter what happens in our life, there's two pshatim over here. One is the al-sheikh, and one is Rashi. Rashi held, you don't even need to know the future. Because Hashem is with you. The al-sheikh held, that you know what Tzimah Shalakah means? Good or bad, it doesn't matter. Because everything is good from God. And that's why Yaakov, before he died, when do we say, when do we say, once in the morning, right? Shagharit and the night. Shagharit is in what? The day. Arbit is what? The night. Whether in a person's life sometimes it'll look dark, just know. Hashem Ahad. He's like just in the day as in the night. There's no such thing at night. There's no such thing night and day. Hashem Zechad in the morning and Hashem Zechad at night. It doesn't matter. And when you know that and you have the Bidachon in it, no matter what challenge goes your way, you might not need this now. But what? If there's ever a bump in, in your life, don't ever question God and say, where is He? Don't do that. Don't do that. Remember this mitzvah. I'm not questioning anything. I'm holding on tight. Hashem is Hashem. And I have to go with Him. Because you know what? It's like what we said in the beginning of Shi'ur. You already won the ticket. You have Hashem in your side. He's your father. All you have to know when you know that, everything that happens to you is all good. Great day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.